Is it okay to say hello, Wisconsin? <laughs> Pretty sure it's required at this point. We will also accept forward and on Wisconsin. Okay, good. If you know the Badgers uh, fight song, you're going to do just fine here, man. One, two, three. I'm Rock 94.7's Terry Stevens, a.k.a. Scary Terry of Scary Terry Saturday Nightmare. You may remember today's guest from the band TNT. Had a bunch of hits back in the day. Since then, he's gone on to be the frontman for several other projects, including Morningwood, Westworld, and Starbreaker, who have just dropped a new album, Dysphoria. He's also responsible for the soundtrack to a couple video games and one of the most popular video game series of all time. This is Tony Harnell. Uh, Tony Harnell, man, it's great to have you on the show. We're really digging this new Starbreaker album. Lots of cool different sounds happening here. Uh, Pure Evil, an absolute banger. How many more goodbyes? Pretty much on the opposite side of that musical spectrum. Yeah, it's kind of a journey. You know, it's, uh, um, I think the first song, Pure Evil, that you mentioned is really, it's kind of just, it's a great, it's a great, fast, you know, heavy song, but I think that it definitely doesn't represent the whole record. It's one song, it stands on its own. Um, but it, it, it's great that it starts the album because it's sort of like, if you're not paying attention, pay attention. And then, right. you know, and then by song two, that's, that's to me, it, it's almost like the first song, Pure Evil is like an intro and the, and Wild Butterflies is kind of like, here's the record. You know, this is what the record is all about, you know, so. Yeah, now this uh, How Many More Goodbye is obviously a very emotional song for you. Where did this come from, mm-hmm. man? Well, you know, the record was written uh, mostly. Uh, it, it, it was started a couple of years ago, and when we finally got down to, to digging into it, um, it was the end of 2017, and through the first several months really of, uh, 2018. Um, and it was a very rough, tumultuous time for me personally and being, um, the type of songwriter and artist that likes to, um, or really doesn't, it's not a matter of liking to, I express myself, uh, through my art and then I'm, I'm a really honest songwriter. So it all just sort of came out, uh, whatever I was feeling, on any given day was uh, what came out and, and the record started develop started to develop a theme that I became, you know, more and more aware of as each song was getting written. Hence the title dysphoria. And, uh, and it's not a depressing record as the title might state. It's, it's a very loving album. It's yes, it's got uh, sadness and, and, but it's got a lot of different emotions and, uh, it's it's just a very sort of um you know i like to call it kind of a beautifully sad but very loving and ultimately i think uplifting album it's got to be cathartic to an extent too when you perform these you know at live i mean it, it's got to take you back to the place you were in your head when you composed this thing yeah you know it's i'm lucky uh, I consider myself lucky that I'm, a, you know, a singer and a songwriter because I really get to, um, it's very therapeutic to be able to get stuff out that way. A lot of people don't have that, that option. So, um, you know, yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely a blessing to, um, be able to put it out there. And, and, you know, the more honest you are with your lyrics and your, your uh, delivery of the of the singing as well, the more you're going to touch other people. You can't really touch people if you're pretending or faking it or you don't really feel uh, what you're writing about. 
Um, so there's a good chance that if you're really honest, and you know, that's why I, I just don't hold back anything because I figure I'm going to do the audience a disservice if I do. And the more honest I am, the more artistic and real, I guess, the songs are going to be and the bigger chance I have of, of actually touching other people, which if we're going to be like, you know, if we're going to be honest about uh, a song, you know, that's what it's all about. It's about communication. Music is communicating. It's an artist communicating to somebody else, whether it's a lot of somebody's or even one somebody. That's that's kind of the point of it, you know. Now, a music journalist friend of mine, he um, he he's retired from this now. But when he was doing that full time, he would always ask every single band and musician that he interviewed, what are you trying to communicate on stage? And nothing broke his heart more than hearing a band say, I don't know. We just want to rock, bro. <laughs> it's like, yeah. OK, well, yeah, you yeah. can do that. But there's other stuff you can do. Yeah. I mean, it's an interesting question, especially in the context of a hard rock band. Um, there are, you know, different types of hard rock bands and, and you know, uh, some have that, you know, some is it's just a one dimensional, you know, thing. It doesn't mean it's not great. You know, I mean, hell, ACDC. Yeah, right. Or, you know, <laughs> I mean, ACDC has been writing the same record for successfully for right. so many years. And we're still not, including myself, where none of us are sick of it yet. We want to hear more right. because it's just sexy rock and roll. I mean, that never goes out of, you know, out of style. But uh, for me, I just want to be honest. You know, I, I think uh, I want to touch people, you know, uh, through my my voice and through my, my my words and my performance and and I just want to reach you know I just want to connect connect is a good word I want to connect to people that's it so when you write on a side note Brian Johnson not only does he want more of it he blew his damn hearing out and still wants more of it I mean that's that's commitment yeah I don't blame him you know my my I'm kind of having a little ear thing. I'm kind of wondering about myself, but it's not going to stop me. <laughs> right, right. It's a calling, man. It's a calling. Yeah. So, yeah. Now, as as emotive as this album is, and let's face it, some of the more emotional experiences we have in our lives often come through our interactions with other people. Do mm-hmm. some of the people who who may have inspired some of these songs, do they know that these songs are about them? Oh, Yeah. <laughs> is that for better or for worse? Well, I think it's for better. You know, uh, I mean, I, I was, uh, look, I mean, I was writing this record uh, while I was in the early stages of, of you know, recovering from uh, alcohol addiction. And I lost the love of my life, uh, you know, in the, in the, in the, wreckage of, uh, of basically what had been going on in the couple of years uh, previous. And, uh, uh, you know, I mean, it was a pretty intense, you know, period of, of self-reflection and humility and uh, remorse and, you know, just really looking at everything and, uh, and, and getting it out, you know, in, in these songs. And, uh, yeah, you know, uh, it's hard when you um, when you're in a really loving, important, special relationship, probably the most, uh, the most special one I've ever had. It was six years long. Um, you know, you, uh, 
it's it you know on top of everything else uh you know you, you you're just a lot a lot of emotions and so the record as a whole you know it covers the the emotional uh scale that runs you know when you're coming out of something like that and you're sort of looking at it going wow you know look at look at this and so you're you're on one hand you're like you're becoming sort of you know you're feeling better and you're becoming, you know, more grateful as, as you're feeling better. But at the same time, you know, the reality of all of it is, you know, kind of hits you as you're writing about it. And, uh, and that's kind of the, you know, ironically, the ballad, excuse me, ironically, the ballad, beautiful one, which is, uh, you know, and it's a straight up apology song, uh, it was written a couple of years earlier when I was sort of in the throes of, of everything. And uh, it just, you know, I, I sent it, I had recorded it myself on acoustic guitar and I sent it over to Magnus and he just did a beautiful job turning it into a Starbreaker song. Um, and and it worked perfectly, thematically, it worked perfectly with the record. So there you go. I mean, that's a pretty, pretty damn uh, honest answer. I don't yeah. think I've ever, you know, but... That's what this is about, you know, music and art and all this stuff. I mean, you know, too much, I think, in the hard rock world, too much people candy coat everything and they try to be kind of disconnected a little bit. Um, And and other, you know, forms of of music or actors or, you know, you know, other art forms, I read their their interviews and they're always just so much more um, honest and uh you know, look, this is this record. You always think you're going to, when you have a good writing partner like Magnus is, and he's a brilliant guitar player, as you can hear. And uh, he, you know, he was patient with me. I don't know if he really understood what was going on. And I really wasn't talking about it all that much. I just was like, be patient with me, man. (laughs) Uh, And, you know, he really, uh, he, you know, I know he got he came to, you know, a few places, a few points along the way where it was like, is this going to happen? You know, um, yeah. thank God I had my, my home studio set up and, it, uh, and I was able to go through what I was going through and literally walk from my living room to my bedroom and, uh, in New York city and, you know, crank out these songs, uh, singing, singing them and engineering myself and writing, you know, writing the words and melodies. But, uh, you know, um, I, I lost my train of thought there a little bit, but I think that, yeah, so, so, you know, going through something like that and being able to express it uh, and be honest about it, I think um, is important not only to let people, oh, yeah, I mean, what I was going to say was, you know, you set out with a good writing partner like Magnus, and you know you're going to make, most likely, because of both of our years doing this, you're going to make a good record, but you never know if it's going to be special. And I think with this one, uh, it really just, you know, um, the reviews and, and just the feedback from people close to me and people not close to me, because people close to me are going to be honest, you right, know, right. Uh, more, more honest. It's just been overwhelmingly positive and they really get into detail about what they love about it and why. And, and, you know, I hadn't listened to it in a really long time. And often when you put out a record, you you kind of, you know, absorb the feedback and then you maybe put it on and give it a fresh listen yourself. Uh, and, yeah, it's I would say it's definitely special 
in many ways. I think, um, like I said, it's honest and, and I haven't had new music out in six years cause I've mostly been touring and, um, and going through this, you know, these, this personal craziness and crisis. And, uh, so I, it feels good to come out and be able to have this, this piece of work to be able to say, okay, so, you know, yeah, this happened and here you go. And, and if other people can relate, I've already had people reach out and say they could relate to a lot of the words and, uh, ideas and, and things I'm putting across and, and expressing. So, um, that's what it's all about. You know, if I can put out art that actually has some sort of cathartic effect on other people, then it's a win-win. <laughs> I'm Scary F and Terry. We will have more with Tony Harnell of Starbreaker in part two.